This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. So hello, Mara. Hi there. How are you? Thank you for staying at Marriott Hotels and for, <laughs> for being a member of our Bonvoy program. We appreciate it. Nice. <laughs> Can you tell me how to pronounce your last name? Because I'm sure I yes, mangled it. Hanula. I know Hanula. it's got a lot of A's. Yes, yes it does. <laughs> and you're the vice president of brand marketing for Marriott. How long have you been at Marriott? So I've been at the company for 23 years. Oh, wow. I started in the digital space uh, for about 10 years and since then have worked on 10 of our 30 brands, um, and now I'm focused on, on Marriott Hotels is one of the brands I, I focus on. So when you say 30 years. brands, are you talking about like the Starwood chain and, and the Marriott chain? Yes. And you have yes. made the decision, not probably not you personally, but your company, to not merge those two chains together, correct? Well, we, we have a collection of 30 brands that um, happened after the, the, the acquisition. So. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, so, they're, they're, they're connected by loyalty programs, but they're not connected brand-wise, are they? No, there's 30 distinct brands, wow, and they're all tied 30. together through our Bonvoy wow. loyalty program. So we keep them. We have 30 distinct brands. Isn't that, I mean, to, that's just absolutely incredible. Does that imply that there are 30 unique segments of travelers that exist out there? Or what, what is, because that's a fantastically large <laughs> number, right? Hotels. That's huge, yeah. right? Yeah. I think we feel that there are um, different trip purposes and mm-hmm. travelers need different things on different trips. And so we want to offer them as many options as possible. And um, and depending on where you are in the world, you know, we don't have 30 brands in every single city or country, but um, but we, we think it's great to offer as many options as possible. Yeah, a long time ago, I studied Marriott branding mm. um, before you acquired Starwood. And, and the, it was so interesting how you would put the Marriott name on, say, JW Marriott, which is an upscale hotel, but not on Ritz-Carlton. And then you had Courtyard by Marriott, which was an endorsed brand. So you were pretty sophisticated in your branding and your portfolio of products. Yeah, we tried to be very thoughtful about that. And and. You know, some brands today, they really benefit by having the buy Marriott, and then other brands don't need that affiliation and stand on their own. So um, it's it's something that we are pretty careful of when we make these decisions. So we're going to talk about your latest campaign. But before we do that, let's just talk a little bit about how the hotel industry has been changing. You know, whether Airbnb, those kinds of things has disrupted your industry and how you're responding to all of that. Um, you know, I, I think we are always looking at what um, what tr- what trends customers want and what 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 we can do to provide the best experience possible. At one of the brands that we recently launched is a homes and villas brand, so we are giving customers the option to have the security and confidence of staying with a trusted brand like the Marriott International Portfolio um, and have the benefit of being attached to a, a, a loyalty program like our Bonvoy program. Um, and so we, we definitely look at that space and we think they're doing some interesting things and some things we want to replicate, some things we want to do differently. Um, and some things I think for us, the most important thing is maintaining that trust and that connection to the customer and and giving them as many options, as I said, but also tying it back to a loyalty program that can provide like once in a lifetime experiences uh, backed by the Marriott name, we think is 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 great. 
Yeah, I mean, the Marriott name, that's the name in hotel. Like, there actually was a Mr. Marriott, right? <laughs> there is a Mr. Marriott. And he sets an amazing, you know, um, he's an amazing leader for us to, to aspire to. And so, yes, very, very alive and, and an amazing person to, to be working for. So I actually want to unpack a little bit because Barbara made a, a very interesting point, which has to do with some of the things, Mara, that you are trying to replicate versus not replicate from what you're seeing from disruption in that space. Uh, and then, you know, can you comment a little bit on some of those things that how the strategy behind how to identify what things you'd like to try to emulate or do with your own special flavor versus yeah. things that you see from that space that you want to perhaps, um, you know, stay away from? Yeah, well, I can talk a little bit about the Marriott Hotels brand and the and the you know transformation that that brand has gone through, and and uh, maybe that gets a little bit of what you're talking about. But you know, for the last six years, I think the Marriott brand has been six years ago. We kind of took a step back and we realized that the Marriott brand was losing some relevance with our mm. you know with emerging customers, and it was time for us to really take a bold make a bold change. So we, as a company globally. Um, got together, made a commitment to sort of rethink every aspect of the um, brand experience, from the physical space to the guest programming to communications. Um, we actually led that work. We, we kicked off with marketing and changed the, the logo and the brand identity. But at that moment, you know, we realized customer needs were evolving. And so um, we, while we were in the process of changing the hotels physically, we knew we needed, we didn't have all the answers in terms of what customers were looking for. So we, one of the big steps we did was we created a co-creation platform. We turned our brand site into a co-creation platform and we invited customers to, to step, to, to actually submit different ideas that they had around travel. Um, we didn't pretend to have all the answers and we wanted to That's learn very alongside cool. our we, I'm sorry. I, I, that's very cool to do that kind of co-creation. Yeah, we we didn't have all the answers, and we wanted to learn alongside of our guests. And so, some of the things that customers submitted were things that we were always working on, like the ability to check in through their phone. That was something mobile check-in was something that we were working on. Some of the things that guests submitted were, you know, there was an idea around having a healthy vending machine and being able to get food and beverage, sort of fast and, and, you know, while you're on your yeah, way to the airport. Yeah, that would be cool, too. I agree. Um, Can I stop you for one it. second, though, just in case yeah. people aren't aware? So, like, um, many of the hotel properties, I believe, you don't actually own the hotel. You have independent hotels. Um, how, how many of the hotels do you physically own in the Marriott chains? I think it's about 10 or so. It's a very small number out of hmm. 7,000 hotels. Um, we really manage, and we're a management company and a brand company, Right. Well, yes. So that's what I was thinking. So like if you're doing all this co-creation and stuff, one of the things I remember was difficult about the Marriott and even the Ritz-Carlton's and all of those brands is that you have these independent owners and then yeah. you're going to set up all of these things from your co-creation, which you're describing. But then you have to implement it within each one of these exactly. independent hotels. That seems like an operational nightmare to me, actually. Yes, but, you know, exactly. And some of the things like mobile check-in, where we, we do so much collaboration with our owners um, as we embark on some of these initiatives and the, the healthy vending machine, for example, that was always 
you know, we, we always position that as a pilot. So we often pilot things in a number of properties to learn and get experience. We invite owners to share in the learnings and see, and we make decisions. In that case, it was operationally difficult. So we sort of, we've applied those learnings to other initiatives that we're doing for the brand and across other brands. Um, but it's a great opportunity for us to hear from guests. We actually, in that case, had had guests and customers who submitted ideas actually vote on other ideas. So it was just one way that we were really embracing um, technology and embracing uh, a, a chance to co-create and have a dialogue with our customers. Yeah. That, no, I was going to say that's absolutely incredible. I, I, this just blew my mind, Barbara's point that she made, Myra, because I've been in lots of different Marriott's. And if the number is just quick little analysis on the calculator, 10 divided by 7,000, that's 0.1%. <laughs> yeah. And I've never noticed like weird variation or heterogeneity in the quality of the experiences. So that's actually kudos to you guys to be able to have that kind of quality control, I think, in terms of such a logistics challenge. Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, yes. And and what I was referring to really was something that the Marriott Hotels brand was, you know, piloting. I think we have in our portfolio of 30 brands, 7,000 hotels, but the the um, the example I was giving was for the for the Marriott brand and and that is a brand that obviously is a flagship brand so we we tend to be on the forefront of, of using technology and and trying new things and always always alongside our customers and staying close to them um, and our owners and figuring out what they need and how we can address those needs. So you said you did this research this up uh, this you had this crowdsourcing platform. What are some of the big things you found? So one of them is the mobile app. The other was this healthy vending machine, which is I saw a vending machine in Florida, which was filled with champagne. That's another idea for you. <laughs> is that your idea of health, Barbara? I'm just checking. Is that like that's the that's the healthy option? <laughs> yeah, you know the healthy vending machine was was just one of we had ideas around and. Luggage trackers and ways that um, customers can get, you know, get to the hotel from the airport. And and um, I, I think again, as I said, some of those things we've been working on. Some of them helped inform other initiatives that we're working with. There were some ideas around, um, you know, how we can develop partnerships. There were a lot of different ideas around partners we can choose. There, we we ended up partnering early on with with Ted. Um, That's such an interesting partnership. How, why did you pick that one? It doesn't, I don't even see it on the face of it. Like, I'm curious how yeah, that came about. Well, our, our customers are incredibly focused on creative thinking and are motivated and ambitious. And they, um, they really, they want to be inspired and they're looking, you know, travel is a great way to spark new perspectives. And so Ted is all about sharing ideas. Mm. And so their content is incredibly relevant to our target customers. They mm. were, I think, an amazing partner for us because uh, they were looking for ways to spread their ideas. And we have um, amazing, you know, rooms where we can pump their content through the guest TV, um, through the wireless, you know, Wi-Fi interface. We develop um, TED Fellow events at our different hotels. Um, we, we have a presence at their contest. So there's, there, there, it's a very mutually beneficial um, partnership, and we know for a fact that it's working because our guests tell us, like, we love this. We wouldn't necessarily get exposed to TED, TED Talks, but the fact that Marriott has curated a list of TED Talks and then Make it a bit makes it available in the guest room. Um, it, that's very it's cool. Really, that is very. Really cool. Let me ask. Really let me ask you this, Mara. Do and that's very interesting because in some senses, the curation of the TED Talks themselves could be an opportunity to market content. And what I mean by that is, do some TED Talks that, like for example, might talk about the power of travel, 
or experiences would those TED talks get priority or is it any no. you know no okay so it's just no, it's just no. the idea we, of idea sharing it's the idea of idea sharing right and so um, we we've we don't pick them at all based on uh, we we based based on what we think the customer would want so we we used to have a list that said you know in the morning you want to sort of wake up and get energized and and get in the right mind space to take on the day so the talks could be about that you know in the evening it could be about relaxation techniques or um, ways to get a great night's sleep. But but really what we're trying to do is just spark inspiration um, and give our guests an opportunity to learn something new and, and be in a different type of, you know, headspace when they're traveling because we know that's really relevant to them. Uh, let me just reintroduce you. We're speaking with Mara Hanula. <laughs> oh, it's a hard name to say, a lot of A's, as she said. But she's the vice president of global brand marketing at Marriott. And she's talking about some of the research she did to figure out how uh, how holiday, tra- or not holiday, but just travelers, what they're expecting from hotels. And she's also about to talk to us, because we're going to ask her, mm-hmm. um, to speak about her newest campaign, which is Let Your Mind Travel um, campaign. And I think this relates to what you just said about what people are expecting from a hotel and, uh, you know, to some of the where they let their mind think about things, their relaxation. I guess that was some of your results from your market research, right? Yes. Well, we've done, um, we've, we've done a lot of research along the way. And, again, what we've heard from customers is that when their needs are met, they can feel relaxed and anxiety-free and have the mind space to really be inspired. So when they feel the hotel has their back, it really takes a big burden off them. And so we had done research um, about a year or two years ago. We went around the world, and we heard pretty unanimously this feedback about this, this desire to really have the the, the mind space to be, you know, um, free and able to be their best selves when they travel. And so that's exactly what we're trying to do at Marriott. We're trying to create an environment that allows our customers to really reach their full potential, whether that's for a business trip or a, or a leisure trip. And it, that was the ethos behind this campaign, this Let Your Mind Travel campaign. We're trying to, you know, invite guests in to open their minds and let them know that Marriott is a place where they can think and create and imagine. Um, and, you know, it, we're at a pivotal point in our in our six-year transformation journey, so it was a wonderful time for us to sort of speak, to tell this message. Um, and 80%, I should say, of our hotels today in North America are either in the process of renovation or have been renovated. And so um, we wow, wanted our... that's an amazing guests. number. That is. Yeah. And so what I love about this is the visualization piece, because part of what you're trying to do, Myra, is to brand the experience in the context of also creating a deep kind of uh, open-minded connection between that notion of being your best self, which I love because I'm into identity, uh, and the fact that going to a destination and the experience you can have in that destination can be kind of a facilitator of that. We're going to play just a short clip of the commercial. We, we don't have the visuals, but I think the sound actually Anybody audio. who's traveled recently, as I have, will remember this ad because it shows on the airplanes all, all the time. The time. <laughs> Come 
Now, can I just say something? <laughs> I can I say something, Mara? Thank you for yeah. for giving. Thank you for giving me that because <laughs> you immediately transported me back to my childhood and <laughs> Willy Wonka and a fantastic yeah. song. There's been like three versions of this film made, and that yeah. the story is just so fantastic. I, mean, I love that idea of taking your mind to a place where where you can explore a kind of context about yourself and open up your creativity in the context of that experience and doing that in the context of a hotel is just pretty pretty innovative in my view. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, thank you. We love that you took away the exact message we wanted um, you know, customers to take away and, and and that's exactly it. It's that notion of like giving people the mental and physical escape. And when you travel that comes so naturally. So for us to sort of invite that in and um, and by the way, I love I love those lyrics. We kept thinking like, God, can we we, we thought like we'll just write our own song but we mm. kept coming back to those lyrics because they say it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so um, we just thought it was a great way to bring it to life. It's very catchy. I love also. it. I love, and you see it on the plane <laughs> all the time. Does I it make to, you relax, Barbara? I have you... to confess, though, that ad, they have this man. Yes, levitating. Yeah. It's, it's and fantastic. And then he floats down on yeah. the water, and I just can't take my eyes off that guy yeah, yeah. as he's walking <laughs> on the That was uh... part of our plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Is that some uh, Marriott actor? Or like, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I can't say that he is. Oh, that's good. That's good. doesn't come with yeah, the hotel, no. unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. I love the storytelling aspect of this, though, because I think a lot of what we're finding, and I think this is probably consistent uh, with what you and your researchers have found, Myra, is the idea that people are really looking for. Uh, and it's not just younger people, but people are looking for experiences and that travel piece of going away and learning things and just exploring the world and having the right interstate, if you will, uh, I-N-N-E-R, to, to be able to do that, you know, given the context of the experience that can be provided by where you're staying, I think is just absolutely powerful. Yeah, and you know, I, I thank you again for for getting it. Um, you know, we we definitely are all about providing experiences. I think today, for sure, that's what people want. Um, and you know, it's intentionally not showing and talking about the stuff in the hotel. It's very much talking about yeah, it's true. the state of mind and the and the journey. And when when you travel, you know, um, and it's sometimes tough. You know, it's not always easy to make it through airports and catch a flight. But but there is that opportunity to get exposed to things that you wouldn't normally get in your daily, you know, routine. And so um, why not embrace that? And I think our guests in particular, we call them the inventive class. Um, they are really hungry uh, for, for that type of um, inspiration. You know, as you mentioned that, it reminds me of one of the other very classical um, hotel advertisements, was the heavily be- Heavenly Bed, um, mm. which is a very different idea than what you're describing. That was talking about the stuff inside the hotel room, you know, the bed, and then they had the Heavenly Shower, and that was the Westin, I think, right? Yes, it was Westin. And that's, you know, it is important to, to communicate um, that, that they have an amazing bed and, and we, Westin is a great, is an amazing brand. Um, but that's the beauty of having a portfolio of 30 brands that you can each kind of play up different elements. And for us, it's about this inventiveness and this, this sense of inspiration. You know, for Westin, it may be about wellness and, and it takes on a little bit of a different lens. But that's the nice thing about having a, you know, a brand for every customer need. And yeah. I, and I was just going to say, I also think what's interesting about this, Myra, is the idea that to the point of Barbara's comment about the stuff, 
the stuff has to match the aspiration, yeah. right? So it's so, you know, you can do all of this kind of storytelling and if you go to the place and you're not and you don't sort of have that synchronicity of what you think that aspirational story you've been told on the plane uh, is going to be like, you know, it's a little bit, uh, there's a disconnect there. So I'm sure the team is working very, very hard to make sure that those things are in alignment. Uh, Yes, yes, that's true. And like, sorry to just jump in, but, you know, from from Marriott, our focus early on and still is, was, you know, very much, how do we get the guest room, um, how do we evolve the guest room and can create a shower experience versus like, you know, a a walk-in shower versus a you know, a tub experience, which not everyone uses tubs, so why not give them what they want? Why, you know, we've, we've looked at, we've replaced the carpet with hard surface flooring in many cases. We've created open closets because many of our customers said that they're worried about unpacking and putting things in a closet and then leaving it there. Um, and then creating flexible furniture and things that can actually move the way that the guest wants to use them. And so there's a lot of, a lot that we are doing constantly improving the actual physical product, the M Club and the, the menus and, and everything in response to what we've been hearing from our guests. And when you're focusing on experiences, how broad are you going to go? I can't remember which hotel it is. It may have been a Marriott. I don't remember. But they were talking about opening up retail and you know s- selling different kinds of things. They are using their hotel lobbies in a very different way than it had been used before. Are you considering some of those ideas? I think some of our um, lifestyle brands um, definitely are looking at that. I think it's not a main focus for the Marriott brand. We did do something again in, along the lines of um, of experimenting. The Marriott brand two years ago worked with Fast Company, and I don't think this is maybe what you're thinking of, but but Fast Company has a um, it's a publication, and and they have a section in their magazine called the um, Recommender, and they they tap into their community of influencers, and they come up with products and experiences and services that, you know, that are really on the cutting edge that maybe customers may not have thought about. And so instead of just doing a typical ad campaign with Fast Company, we actually wanted to create something in our lobbies where our guests could, again, because they're always looking for that next new thing, we, we took those physical products from the recommender and we, um, we put them in our lobbies where That's guests good. could actually experience them and, may, and then have a link. There was a digital display and a physical display. Um, but again, that was really to start a conversation and, to, and to, you know, we did that at just 10 hotels. But we're always looking for how can we create something new, give guests access to something that they may not have. It doesn't mean that we're looking to go into retail, but we're just trying different things and seeing what sticks. Yeah, that's what I think is cool about it. It's focusing on the experience and taking it very guest-centric also is what I like about what you're saying. And what I also like about it is the fact that it's not just random sort of things. It's like you're listening to the customer, but you're also trying to circle back to the reinforcement of this inventive class, this aspirational thing, this experiential piece that has that emotion and that trust and connection that you were talking about that really tries to capture what it is that you're trying to do with with this notion of, 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 of travel and those kinds yeah. of things, right? Yes. I, yeah. Everything from, you know, how we create a branded website to capture customer attention. We do a ton of research, you know, before we even come up with a ad campaign. We, we look at different concepts and different ways to tell the story. Then once we have the campaign, like the new one that we launched, we put it in front of customers to, to make sure it really delivers the right message. And so I think we're really thankful for the last six years. Our campaigns have, um, each one has sort of outperformed the, the, the last one. And um, for Marriott in particular, the Marriott brand, when the Marriott brand perceptions are strong and when that brand is perceived to be healthy, it actually has a nice halo effect on Marriott International and our Bonvoy program. Oh, I'm sure. 
Yeah, that's um, the nice thing about having a portfolio of brands. Yes, exactly. And there's a lot of you know pressure for the Marriott brand to lead the charge. Yeah, absolutely. It's your driver brand. Well, Mara, thank you so much for coming on the show with us tonight. Of course. It was lovely. Thank you for, for watching the ads and for staying in our hotel. We really appreciate it. Well, that's our pleasure. Yeah, that's the right. Totally, totally. That was awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 